Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Lewis, this has got to be the most genius thing you have ever done in your entire wonderful, miserable life. So you're not mad at me? Mad at you? I could kiss you. And I can let you. Then go grab a couple of your mugs. I'll crack open the scotch and let's see where this thing goes. Can do. Hey, Lewis. How the hell did you get him to go for it? We found common ground. One more thing. Charles Forsman got lit the hell up. Suits season four, episode six is over. And if you're ready to hear us talk about lit the hell up, then suits yourself. I'm Rob Sestrinino back here with George Clooney's other brother. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? <laughs> you see it. <laughs> this is not the first time I've been compared to a Clooney. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. The black one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we are, Chappelle, to talk about Lit the Hell Up. I think this is the first Suits episode that mentions one of the characters by name. I could be wrong about that, but I think that this is a first. I feel like that they all have like pretty generic names. This is a first. Yeah, Lewis is making his mark on the show and on this season. Uh, a lot of our drama recently has come through, uh, you know, Lewis's incompetence, his loyalties, his uh, competence at times. It's like uh, the Lewis ro- roller coaster is really what we're riding this uh, this time for season four. And I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm enjoying the chaos. It's up, it's down, it's all over the place. This episode was a train wreck from start to finish. Choo-choo. Yeah, it is a lot going on here. And I was saying right before we came on that, yeah, this is, I feel like, the most you know, train wrecky season. Like, I, in, I don't know if in a good way or a bad way, can't look away uh, from all of the mess that's going on here in the world of Suits. Because you've got now where we've got Rachel, who, you know. Got Rachel. She got, Rob. she's doing, yeah. 
We said she couldn't do it. We said I didn't think she, she would. I didn't think she would yeah. go and kiss Logan Sanders. I thought, you know, here's Mike, love of her life. She's, you know, very tempted to go back to Logan Sanders for reasons. For a reason. Look, they've had chemistry. They have since chemistry. Day one. They just have we chemistry. Saw it in the flashback since day one, Rachel has been after Logan Sanders. You know, there was that that meddling relationship yeah. that he was in that was in the way. But now And she was kind of the pursuer in the flashback that we saw. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was her thing. Remember, she was like, Mike, I've had an affair before, and it was me. It was mm-hmm. me. I started it. And mm-hmm. so they had to give us that glimpse of Rachel being like, I mean, I know you got a girl, but you can't have friends. And he was like, I mean, I don't really need to have friends like you. Mm-hmm. She's like, why? Why? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, God, Rachel, get off of him. But also, okay. Yeah. You know, and so it, it worked out for them back then, kind of. And now it sounds like she's spinning the block. Yeah. Okay. And so we've got that going on. Mike is fired. He doesn't work anymore uh, as an investment banker. So no more investments for Mike. Uh, So he had the suits thing where just it was almost like exactly like when Donna got fired, just like the one box, like walked to the elevator. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, I've always said I would never decorate an office because I refuse to have you walk me out of the office uh, like with a box. Like, it's just not a thing that I do. If anything, I'm walking out there with nothing. I just I, I buy. I'm leaving, you know. And so, yeah, we see him hit the elevator right before the episode ends. And now we don't know what's to come. Mike Ross. The only thing we saw was that he got a job offer from uh, Mr. Forsman. Yeah. Eric Roberts gives him a job offer, which uh, he told him to go to hell. I said, I'll never work for you. I can't imagine that Mike is going to take another job before he eventually would go back to being a lawyer, right? I mean, he has a job offer and he's unemployed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, I guess yeah, so. I, I, I think now you pick up the phone call. Like, uh, Remember when I told you to go to hell? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe like, what are we talking about? You know, like, what are the benefits package looking like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, psych, I was messing with yeah. you. You should see the bad. look on your face. Yeah. Right. I do want to work for you, Eric Roberts. <laughs> it's my favorite thing in the world to mm-hmm. work for you. This horrible human. Speaking of, yeah. Rob, yeah. this guy sucks. Uh, Forceman, he is awful. Harvey warned us. You know, he, he warned Mike, you don't want to get in bed with Forceman. It's a bad thing. And Forceman has just sat here at this long ass table and just, you know, spun so many webs and he hasn't even flinched. He's got Harvey after Mike, Mike after Jonathan Sidwell, Jonathan Sidwell back after Mike, Lewis cutting in. And then he's got Lewis by the neck and he hasn't even broken a sweat. I think this might be my favorite villain of all time so far. Okay. There's a long list, but here he is to show up. Don't forget, we still have the guy from uh, the uh, SEC who's uh, still out there, Sean Cahill, uh, that he's still lingering around here in this season. I have one big question that I want to talk through with you because I feel like that these things I sometimes will struggle with. Okay. Lewis Mm -hmm. and all of his motivations in the episode. Okay, we saw where Jessica takes Lewis out and Lewis is handing out the you you just got lit up mugs to everybody (laughs) around the office. It's great. We love all this stuff. So we see where Lewis goes out with Jessica and she wants Lewis to be double checking some of uh, Jeff Malone's work 
And Lewis is like, I see through this. I see what you're doing. And Jessica's like, no, Lewis, you're the best. I need you to work on this. He finds like a loophole where the sale, they can get out from the sale that Jeff Malone ultimately had uh, set up, which I didn't really understand how they could get out. But Lewis said they can get out. So they get out. And then Lewis is feeling like, okay, Harvey, guess what? Great news. And Harvey does not see it as great news. He's pissed because of that. Then he went to go back to negotiate with Eric Roberts and then didn't have the, what would you call it? The, 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 he didn't the, have the, the stocks the, anymore. Yeah, he yeah. didn't have the stocks anymore. It's going to come up mm-hmm. with some sort of, uh, you know, metaphor for it. But basically, <laughs> yeah. He didn't have his war chest to uh, be able to uh, go after Eric Roberts in the negotiation. And so Harvey is pissed. And so he reams out Lewis again. He says, basically, like, butt the hell out. I don't want you around anything that I'm doing ever again. And doesn't even want his you just got lit up mug. And so we see Lewis go back to Fortsman and he has the diary. And he gives him the diary and basically gets him to buy up all of uh, the stock so that basically they could uh, squeeze out the. I want to make sure that I'm going to. They, they, that he gave it all to Logan Sanders, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, all right. Lewis then tells Harvey about this, and Harvey is thrilled. He, I can kiss you. Let's see where this goes. Now, Lewis, he has an expression at the end of the episode. Was Lewis actually happy? Is he playing the long game? Is the diary real? Chappelle, what do we mm-hmm. make of all this? Okay. The diary is real. The diary has got to be real. Um, we know that investment bankers, the thing that they care most about is making money, control, and revenge. Those are their big three. Lewis has a laundry list of things that Harvey has said. We could be keeping an Excel sheet, a spreadsheet or whatever about all the the horrible Mm -hmm. things that Harvey has said and done to Lewis just out of either bullying or just, you know, out of frustration, whatever the case may be. I wouldn't put all that work on Associate Patty because she's got a lot on her plate already, but it would be a long list, if not a very big book of insults. And so Lewis has been keeping track of those things too, probably his motivation, you know, it's probably to keep himself, you know, pumped up to, to fight the good fight and to be out here impressing Harvey. But he has this list of things. And so by showing Forceman that list of things, he's able to say, look, we both hate Harvey. Now, what Forceman doesn't know is that Lewis does not hate Harvey. He actually is uh, inspired by Harvey, he admires him, um, but he does have a whole list of ammunition to use. And so I do think the diary is real and that when he goes to Harvey, he's really trying to impress Harvey. He knew that the best way to get Forceman on his side is that they could have a joint enemy in Harvey. Forceman believes that. He gives in to Lewis. And then Lewis can relay this information back to Harvey and say, I got it. I got Forceman to give us back the shares or whatever the case may be. Now, the problem lies that Forceman is the worst person who ever lived. And so he has now given this uh, this money. I'm surprised you're so down on Forceman. Like he seems like, okay, like a shady, slippery guy, but we haven't seen him doing, you know, uh, anything like heinous. Everybody who is in a blender right now is in a blender because of this mm-hmm. man. You're not giving him enough credit. 
even Lewis. Lewis has the biggest like deal he didn't of his life. poison a baby or anything. I mean, no one has poisoned a baby yet. Mm -hmm. but he might. We don't know that. Somebody might. He might have poisoned a baby. You are you his, are you his lawyer or something? Dang, can I get can I get down on Forceman for a second, <laughs> I mean, please? Yeah. You know. Yeah. But what? Um. So Forceman has Lewis taking his money, but he has to run it through offshore accounts in the Caymans and stuff like that to avoid taxes. So now Lewis's biggest moment of all time is now tainted and he can't even tell Harvey about it because for once Harvey doesn't hate him. Harvey's proud of him. He saved the day. Lewis would have got the Liddy. He the Liddy was right there in his hands. Mm -hmm. And Forceman said, ooh. Yeah. But like a Jonathan fraud. Sidwell Lucite statue. <laughs> Basically. And he said, here, it is, here you go. Here it is. You'll Think never about get this. this. Right. And now Lewis can't get the Liddy because he can't. He has to tell Harvey, this is against the law. You cannot run this money through these accounts um, to avoid taxes. But Lewis ain't going to do it because Lewis doesn't want to let Harvey down. So now Forceman, who just met Lewis, already has Lewis under his thumb. I'm telling you, this is some little finger ash. You know, mm -hmm. like his, this man is on his on his game. I'm sorry. You got to give Forceman more credit. He's He's making some stuff happen here. Right. And the taxes like this guy is so loaded that he could basically like sell that table and pay the taxes on this. Uh, but I think it's just like principle. Yeah. Wasn't he giving Mike Ross like, oh, yeah, you can have two hundred thirty million dollars. Mm -hmm. like, he's like, but I only need five. Yeah. Here you go. Two hundred thirty mm -hmm. million. There you go. He's like, you don't know what you need, kid. Yeah. I got more money than you could possibly imagine, yeah. you know. And so with that, he has Lewis in a blender. He yeah. has Harvey on the ropes and Harvey doesn't know it because. Harvey had no clue that he and still has no clue that this man is about to do tax fraud, basically. Yeah. yeah. He got Mike fired. How about everybody in a blender? Has anybody ever taken more L's in one episode of the show than Mike does in this episode? Basically, let's just like go through all the L's mm -hmm. for <laughs> Mike Ross. Okay. Uh, one, <laughs> his girlfriend cheats on him. She does cheat. And he on doesn't him. even yeah, know. That's a big L. Okay. He doesn't he know does about that know. yet. Okay. Yeah. His girlfriend cheats on him and has not told him yet. She says she is going yeah. to, but that not not yet. He also then, um, you know, was like being a total jerk to Harvey as well. Like he got mm -hmm. Harvey to pick him over over Logan Sanders in that meeting, which you know he really blindsides Harvey. Harvey mm -hmm. then like double down on this man. Like Harvey stand up. You know, he doubled down <laughs> on, he's like, oh, all right, Mike's my guy. I gotta, I gotta pick Mike. And then yeah. Mike was like, aha, in your face. So then now, uh, you're done, you know, basically. And it was completely scuttled the deal. And now the deal didn't go through. So he mm -hmm. took an L there. He thought he had like all the leverage. He ultimately then, Found out from Fortsman uh, that, you know, when he he did get a job offer, which he refused, uh, but then uh, which also is another L. Yeah. <laughs> he also got squeezed out of the deal um, where ultimately Fortsman won. Mike did not win. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately got ratted out to Jonathan Sidwell about the By whole Forsman. thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By Fortsman, who then fired him on the spot. Am I missing anything? Are there any more L's that Mike took? No, that was a lot of L's and they were consecutive. You know, it was like every time he tried to move in one direction, there was another L waiting for him. And again, I'm telling you, all that was Robert Forsman's fault or whatever his name was, mm -hmm. uh, Forsman's fault. Because again, 
Harvey told Mike, don't talk to this man. You don't want those problems. And Mike said, no, it's fine. I can go have my cake and eat it too. I can uh, leverage this money without actually taking the money, but then also try to get, uh, like, keep Jonathan Sidwell without, for with, like, to not get squeezed out of this. And now also I can go get Harvey to drop Logan, and then I can get this, that, and other. And every time, Forceman is like, nah. Even to the point where Forceman says, oh, yeah, uh, I'm not squeezing out Jonathan Sid Sidwell. I'm actually squeezing you out, and then I'm going to tell him that you did this because you won't take the job that I'm offering you. And so now you don't have anywhere else to go except mm -hmm. take the job that I'm offering you. So good luck with that. So he got snitched on by the same person who was trying to get rid of Sidwell. Incredible. Yeah. I don't even know why Fortsman wants Mike Ross to work for him. Cause he's a scumbag. He's seen all the <laughs> he sees all the dirty tactics that Mike Ross is using, and he's like, "I like that. That's what I like." Yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot to add to the list that then he does not get control of the Walter Gillis company. No. Also, he lost the company. <laughs> he lost the company and then got fired. Sir, you have nothing. <laughs> Good day, sir. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so we're Willie Walker screaming, you know. Yeah, you get nothing. Yeah, this was a horrible episode for Mike. Whatever the offer, the the what is it? The opposite of the the Liddy is Mike Ross. Congratulations, you get the shitty. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Shitty yeah. for Mike Ross because I, this was just an unmitigated disaster. But I feel like so much of it was his fault. What was his fault? Everything. I mean, yeah, a lot of it was his fault. Now, Rachel cheating on him was not his fault. That is not his fault. <laughs> that is Rachel. That is Rachel's own choice. That's her own doing. He did not push her into the arms of Logan Sanders. Mm -hmm. um, but everything else. I, but Harvey told him. Everyone told him, hey, this Forceman guy, you don't want to live that life. And he didn't decide until it was too late that that wasn't the yeah. life he wanted to live. I do feel, though, that Mike being like so like oppositional to Logan Sanders. Like, do you feel like does Logan Sanders love Rachel or does he feel like this is like a means to an end to, you know, stick it to Mike Ross on many levels? Uh que no los dos? You know, mm -hmm. it could be both. Mm -hmm. I feel like it could be both things. I think he could still be in love with her because we know that they always had chemistry since day one, Rob. But yeah. um, I think that also, if I can, uh, you know, what did John Robert say? Yeah, something like that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's what's going on with, with the mic of everything. Okay. Uh, what what else from uh, this episode? We sort of talked about like the very broad strokes of all of it. Okay. Oh, I've got somebody who I want to drag real quick. Who? You ready? Who? Let me have a chance to talk to Jeff Malone. Yeah. Jeff Malone, where do you get off? How dare you? This man does lackluster work after lying his ass into this role, lying about everything, begging Jessica to be with him. And Jessica says, Hey, uh, do you mind uh, looking over your work and just double checking and making sure it's good? And he's like, preposterous. Double check. Me? Me? I'm Jeff Malone. She said, well, all the partners are supposed to double check their work when I ask them to because my name is on the door. He says, well, I ain't like them other partners, baby. You can either trust me or you can't, but I ain't standing for this. And leaves the room only for us to find out that he did miss something. Louis finds, finds this out because Jessica goes and says, Louis, you got to look this up for me. Go go, make sure that Jeff Malone hasn't screwed up and promise me you don't tell him. And Jeff Malone did screw up. He got out scot-free on this episode because really I wanted to see Jessica walk right up to him and be like, hey, you idiot. This is exactly yeah. why I told you to look at this again. 
I hate Jeff Malone. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, why do, you, why do you hate Jeff Malone? Because you feel like that you should be dating Jessica? Yes, but all mm-hmm. this man does is lie and date my wife. <laughs> like, what is he doing? You're Mike Ross. <laughs> Am I Mike Ross? Should I be? Da- does Mike Ross <laughs> be dating Jessica? I, yeah. look, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I would fall in this equation. He's Logan. However, She's Rachel. All this man do is lie, Rob. Yeah. He lied about lied to get the job. He got fired from his last job, and he lied to like. Then he's trying to stay with Jessica, and he lying about that kind of stuff. And now here he is lying again, mm-hmm. and he's bad at his job. She's saying, "All I want you to do, baby, is double check." She didn't say, um, "Give me all your work. I'm going to go through it with a fine two code." She said, "Just go look over it again." <laughs> Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. I'm Jeff Malone. Yeah, the SEC is questioning this. So uh, this is we got some problems. He's like, mm, no, no, not my problem. That's Pass. actually a you problem, Jessica. If if the SEC is digging around for yeah, now, you sound like Mike you throwing around you problems. That's what he said. He said if the SEC is digging around looking at for collusion. That's a that you. That's a you issue. Mm-hmm. I did my work to the best of my abilities, and to, to that I say, you suck. Because Lewis found out that you actually missed something and the cell never went yeah. through. And so, you know what? Yeah. Rachel, plant. let's go back to Rachel because uh, <laughs> she also is responsible for Mike's failures because yes. then, <laughs> so after she went to go, uh, you know, she's always like showing up uh, at Logan Sanders' house. She loves to do the early morning pop-in. So, Which is weird, Rachel. You're, you're a taken woman. What are you doing? I don't know. Uh, And then so she says to Mike, like, okay, that this should work, this whole plan. But one more thing, if you have the leverage and then we don't know what her one more thing is. But when Mike has that meeting, we find out that, okay, that Logan Sanders accepts these terms. Great. We have a deal. Everything is good. And then ultimately, then Mike says, okay, one more thing. Um, You know, Harvey has to drop you as a client. And Logan Sanders did not like this. Uh, but ultimately yep. they say, okay, Harvey, yeah, you have to pick. And mm-hmm. we get to where then we find out this was Rachel's idea. And really to hide Rachel's hooking up with Logan Sanders, she wants to then have him then removed from the firm. Mm-hmm. And this is a Rachel idea. Mike, of course, is down with it because he doesn't like Logan Sanders. And so he goes and he blows up the deal based on this. He's like, nope, if you can't get rid of mm-hmm. Logan Sanders, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, this is their way of patching things up between Mike Ross and Harvey. They just want everything to be back to normal. And if you get rid of Logan Sanders, they can be back to normal. But this this one guy is just in the way uh, like a homewrecker. And Rachel can't have homewreckers around. Nope, not Rachel. Mm-hmm. And so she shuts it down. But it does backfire. It is another one of Mike Ross's failures. He, he could have left that out. Yeah. And Harvey, I really feel like that it seemed out of character for him to say like, all right, Mike's my guy. I got to go with Mike. Like for Harvey to just not like pass and not have to say in the room, which person he was taking. I I felt like that, that seemed like a misfire from Harvey. I think that Jessica told him to make this go away, make it go away, make it go away now. And Dropping Logan as a client isn't going to make or break them. You know, Mm -hmm. like, I think they will be fine. And so I think in the moment, if Mike is strong arming him, he said, yeah, whatever, Mike, it's fine. Let's do it. But when the deal blows up, Harvey goes to Mike and says, you blindsided him. Of course, he didn't take the deal. What are you talking about? And Mike Ross says, "Okay, well, make him take the deal. Bye. I'll give him time. That's your problem. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's a you problem. Make him take the deal. 
And we've seen that before. That's definitely one of Harvey's moves. I mean, well, you make you better make it goddamn go away, or or I'm gonna, you know, whatever. And so, yeah, I think that saying it in front of Logan Sanders is probably not the best move. He probably should say, "Let me confer with my client, and then I'll get back to you." Uh, but at the end of the day, he was supposed to make this thing go away. Mike yeah. Ross at that moment had the leverage, and so it should have been nothing for Harvey to be like, "Logan, I'm sorry," you know. But here we mm-hmm. are. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Mike really tried to strong arm Harvey. I'm surprised that Harvey even wants anything to do with Mike after all this. He loves him. Uh, I forget who it was. Let me go look at my notes here. Give me one second. Mm -hmm. So um, I believe it was Jessica Frey. So she said uh, on our Twitter account, Suits Pod, um, assuming Rachel is following the number of hours a first year law student can work. I love I kind of love Harvey choosing Rachel to replace Mike at work. He's not saying it, but it's clear he misses Mike and they trust Rachel. Plus, we get more Harvey Rachel interactions. And I think that that does highlight something that I was about to say, which is he misses that guy. He mm-hmm. likes him a lot. That's his kid. Mike helped him learn how to trust and gave him a soul and all this, whatever else Donna tells, you know, tells people, you know, when they're mad at Harvey. He's like, but 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 he had to hire Mike and, and do fraud because he needed to learn how to care for people. You know, this is um Mike's heart walking around outside of his body like a dumbass. <laughs> and and yeah, and Harvey's like, I need him back. I need my heart back. And so I don't think it's out of the ordinary for Harvey to still want to work with Mike Ross. He also probably is picking up on Mike Ross having some chops. Uh, this has not been an easy case to win for Harvey. Mm-hmm. Mike has pulled out all the stops. And so, I mean, having an, oppress- an impressive uh, associate like that around or, you know, client or whatever the case may be, wouldn't be awful. So yeah. I-, I don't blame him for kind of wanting that old thing back. Chappelle, what did you think about when Mike was getting fired by Jonathan Sidwell? I loved it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jonathan Sidwell. Jonathan Sidwell is an asshole, but yeah. I, I loved it. He was he's like, like towering over Mike in that scenario. He is because he's an investment banker and he's been betrayed. Mm-hmm. At this point, you know, all bets are off. He told Mike, uh, you know, like I trusted you and you betrayed me. Mike said, you threatened to fire me. He said, I don't give a damn what I said. You weren't supposed to go behind my back. He's like, I mean, he does know that you tried to squeeze him out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, again, another forceman move coming and blowing up in Mike's face. But yeah, um, I feel like uh, Jonathan said, well, not, not the worst character I've seen on this show. Yeah. He's pretty entertaining. So Patrick J. Adams, according to Google, is, do you have a guess? Uh, 5'10". Six foot, uh, they say six foot. Um, so oh, okay. I had the Jonathan Sidwell seemed like he was like six eight in this scene. It's just like, uh, oh, like, yeah, you little piss ant, get out of my <laughs> you, office. You little piss ant. <laughs> Shout out mm-hmm. to Andrew Savage. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're nothing, you're nothing. I made you, yeah. Take this trophy and get Take out. Take it. You could Stay, remember, me. you could rem- yeah. <laughs> remember me every day. Mike just left it on his office. I was surprised that uh, Mike's assistant didn't leave with him. No, well, Amy was never okay with the Sidwell like backdoor plan. You know, he's like, she's like, nah, I really don't, I don't really appreciate you. (laughs) Yeah, I really don't appreciate you going behind his back and you know, like, like stabbing him in the back, especially when he gave you this opportunity. She does say she doesn't plan on staying without Mike, but she wasn't leaving because Mike got fired because of this. She's probably gonna go get poached by somebody else later on. I wonder if we ever see Amy again. Yeah, do you think this is the last episode? I think yes. You, well, you think we're going we're gonna to see everybody again? At yes. Least one more now, time. at this point, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay, okay, fair enough. I, I, I mean, would like to see how long it takes for us to see Amy. Let again. me see. Did we pass the fiftieth episode of Suits? Okay, uh, this is the fiftieth overall. Yes, yes! lit the hell up. Yes, we did it. We did it. Yes. Oh man, had I known, had I known, we would have been happy fiftieth. 
happy 50th to you too, Rob. It's been a great run. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we have 50 more ahead of us. I have some good news for you. We've got more than 50 left. Uh, we have like, like 94 or something like that. So congrats to us. Yes. Um, Rob, we haven't talked about Donna at all. Yes. What did you think about Rachel going to Donna and being like, Donna, I'm a dirty cheater. And Donna being like, okay, but don't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Donna knows about discretion. Yeah, she does. She's like, hey, this is a law firm. We're used to keeping secrets. How about you just keep this one to yourself? And Rachel, of course, she tries it at first. And then when she starts to blow stuff up, she's like, Donna, I got to say something. She's, Mike trusted me with his big secret, so I got to trust that I can trust him with mine. Like, Rachel, that is not a smart thing to do. Rob, do you think Rachel's going to tell him? Yes, definitely. And how do you think that's going to go? Mike's going to lose it. <laughs> do you think he goes and like beats up Logan Sanders? Can he beat up Logan Sanders? <laughs> no, Mike Ross can't fight. <laughs> he's not Harvey. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he's gonna do. Yeah, what's he gonna do? Like, he's what gonna like Mike curl Ross up do? in the fetal position. Okay, now obviously we're four seasons in, and this is just speculation. But this is our flagship romance of the show. Is it over? No, it's not gonna be over. Oh, and if it's not over, why it ain't over? I feel like what will happen is that Mike will then like go on like some bender. Maybe he's going to go back to the weed and then oh, not like, the weed. go out and then he'll like meet somebody, some like test clone and then go home with her and then have like his own secret about then he has to tell her and then they're going to like have like maybe the season four cliffhanger. Oh, so there's a new a new love interest for Mike Ross coming soon. Maybe. Like a, a Rachel type. But a like Rachel a one Zane night type. stand, I think. Yeah. 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 And then we so we need to get him and Rachel back together because what? Just I think this is what we have to do. We have five more seasons of the show. Yeah. yeah, we just gotta do it. I wonder what she does to reingratiate herself with uh Mike Ross and even Harvey, honestly. I think you know, Harvey really hates an adulterer. Mm-hmm. And um and uh, Rachel's a, a repeat offender in a way. <laughs> yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if she's able to work her way back into the good graces of Mike and Harvey. Yeah, I have a hard time imagining that this will be like Mike will learn about Rachel's sin here and then not like go over the top with a worse sin of his own. Uh, is fraud not a worse sin of his own? You know, I think that. But it wasn't, he didn't do to, fraud to her. Yes. But I feel like if Rachel goes to him and be like, look, people make mistakes. I tr- I I am putting my life at risk with you every day because mm-hmm. I know that you are not a lawyer <laughs> and I and I am in on it. And if they go and dig stuff up, we all going to jail, including me. You can't just forget. It was just a little peck on the cheek, you know, a little mm-hmm. something, something. It went. I mean, they get me wrong. It was an aggressive kiss. They was kissing, kissing. But at the same time, it's like, my come on, mm-hmm. you'll be breaking the law. This this is nothing. Mm-hmm. Come on, come on, yeah, come on. I don't know. I I. I do not appreciate Rachel cheating, but I've been saying Mike been on his high horse for a very long time, but he really, really, really shouldn't be. And so um, Mm -hmm. he ain't got to take her back. If he does, I'm going to be screaming stand up on this very podcast. But at the same time, Rachel does have a little bit like a, all right, we even, right? Like we're Mm -hmm. good. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Chappelle, who do you think gets the Liddy here in uh, Lit the Hell Up? <laughs> what Liddy? Somebody has um, to get it, right? I don't know. Harvey? Harvey. For what? Because he's not anybody else on mm-hmm. this episode. I feel like he, Harvey has like collected a few this season that it's just been like a default of like, okay, well, he wasn't as bad as Mike and he wasn't as bad as this person and he didn't com- break laws. Okay, let's just do a little quick tier tier ranking. So bottom tier, you have Mike Ross and Lewis. Yes, Mike is they, the they worst. Both, yeah, Mike is the worst. And then Lewis and Rachel are somewhere right around that same area. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. If you want to include Jessica, she did get to the bottom of the Jeff Malone thing, but Lewis made a mistake and he is lying to her about it. So I think that we have to hold that against uh, against her. Um, Harvey did not do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. And he's actually trying to forgive Lewis. Yeah. Okay. Donna told Rachel to lie. So <laughs> it's either Donna said, or Harvey. And we said <laughs> that people like Charles Forsman are not eligible for the Liddy, correct? That was no, decided. No, though Charles Forsman pieced them all up. Yeah. I mean, meek, meek, meek. Okay. Could Logan Sanders get the Liddy? Is he or is he considered to be one of the villains? No, he he is considered to be a villain, but he also cannot get the Liddy. He is at the mercy of Charles Forsman as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's either Harvey or Donna. And, you know... This is the time where we decide, basically. Okay. I mean, give it to Harvey. I mean, D- Donna had almost nothing going on here in this episode. She did. She got the Ophelia necklace. Lie. Yeah. She got the necklace. Wait, no, no, hold on. She did get the necklace, the same necklace Dame Judy Dench uh, wore. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't take any else. Harvey yeah. took at least one. Okay. She was right to like, don't tell Mike about this. Okay, <laughs> let's give it to Donna. Let's All give right. it to Donna. Judgment call, Donna. Congrats, Donna. You got the Liddy for this week's episode. Not a ton of references. Uh, Harvey says that he is George Clooney's brother, but he got the looks. Uh, and then you mm-hmm. mentioned uh, Jame, Dame Judy Dench's necklace uh, that was given mm-hmm. to Donna. Um, we are, you know, pretty caught up in the real time here to uh, the day you're going to be listening to this podcast is when we're recording after a, a busy travel week last week. So uh, get that feedback in this week. Suitspodcast.com slash feedback. OK, um, let's just go back to actually the last episode. Patty, um, our uh, junior associate, Patty, said mm-hmm. that or, or she, is Patty senior associate, C- senior, senior associate, associate yeah. junior time, partner, yeah. senior associate mm-hmm. uh, said that uh, this last episode, episode five of the season had the highest number of bullshits in the season. Thirteen bullshits. Yeah. 
I love that. I like the BS counter. Um, Rob, did you catch the one moment? Or we almost got we almost got out of here without talking about it. But there was one moment where when Lewis gives his diary to uh, Forceman. Forceman looks through it. And he's kind of like, okay, Harvey picks on you a little bit, and Lewis says, "Nah, go look at May 9th, twenty twelve." And then that is like the tipping point where Forceman's like, okay, we can play ball. Yeah. What happened on May 9th, twenty twelve, Rob? May 9th, twenty twelve. Okay. Um, yeah. Harvey did something to Lewis, May 9, 2012. I think we were the, that the show was airing during that time. And mm-hmm. so that would have been an episode that we saw. Or, oh, or maybe not an interesting. episode that we saw. Yeah. Yes. May 9, 2012 was within the timeline of this show. Within the timeline of suits. Okay. Yes. Hmm. That's so interesting. Yes. Yeah. And I have no clue what he's talking about. I have no clue. Maybe the we listeners can write in. And see if yeah. they have some theories about that. Yeah, let's say it was in a past episode. Which episode was May 9th, 2012? And uh, what did Harvey do to Lewis that was so bad? Yeah, okay, May 9th, 2012. So the original series, uh, okay, so May 9th, 2012. So season two starts June 14th, 2012. So I don't know if it's maybe something that happens over the course of season two. Mm, okay, okay. That might narrow it down. Yeah, if you're an associate and you have an idea mm-hmm. for what the most egregious thing that we've heard that Harvey yeah. has done to Lewis um, that could have, you know, t- tipped the scale over in Lewis's, uh, well, in Charles Forsman's favor, then let us know. Go to suitspodcast.com slash Facebook and write in and tell us what you think or add us on Twitter yeah. at SuitsPod and let us know what ideas you have about this horrible, horrible thing that made Lewis hate Harvey that much to where he would go work with Forceman, or at least use that as ammunition for Forceman. So Chappelle, in the opening of the show, I said that this episode Lit the Hell Up is the only episode of Suits that has referenced a character's name, but I was wrong. There is actually one other Uh-oh. Suits episode prior to this that mentions a character's name. Um, and not Especially not counting like, she's back, he's back, or she knows. Yeah. Okay, so uh, season two featured Zane versus Zane. And that was oh. uh, where uh, Robert Zane showed up for the first time. Oh, look at that. Um, we haven't seen Robert Zane in a while. In I'm a wondering if now that Rachel and Mike might be at odds, if dad is going to have to step in and help clear some things up. Yeah. Okay. Then we got a question from Angela Taylor. What will Mike do next? So you think that uh, Mike's going to take the job? I don't think he has a job, so I think mm-hmm. that uh, I think not taking a job would mean that he would be. Uh, I hope he goes back to being a bike messenger. You know, I think that's a a good plan for Mike Ross. I think that's the safest bet, but also he probably got uh, lawyer bills now. Uh, back when he did not have investment banker money and lawyer money, he probably didn't have investment banker bills. Now he probably owns expensive things, including mm-hmm. that home that him and He's Rachel live in. Right? Yeah, and he and he has well, he kind of has a girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, depending on uh, on what How Rachel decides to do next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I don't think he can afford to be a bike messenger, Rob. He needs to own a bike messaging company. Like, Ooh. <laughs> he needs to be the boss of something. Yeah. You know. Um, I don't know, but th- I don't know if that's going to work out for him. I don't know what he does next. Okay. Um, we got a question that's from Lindsay who says, does Harvey actually look like George Clooney's better looking brother as he claimed in this episode? Rob, if you told me Gabriel Mock wanted to play Batman in a movie, I would say, okay. Yes. But does that mean he he looks like George Clooney? No, but George Clooney played Batman. Hmm. And I think that Gabriel Mock could pull it off. You couldn't see him as Bruce Wayne. 
I could see him more as Bruce Wayne than as actual Batman. Exactly. But I, I could see the Bruce Wayne in him. I think he's very he's a very suave one. Uh, but I think that George Clooney gave the same type of energy in his uh, Batman portrayal as well. Um, now, George Clooney famously is not anyone's favorite Batman. Um, probably, maybe... No, no, he's not top five for anyone, probably. Wow. Um, and so that's probably not the, the greatest not thing. There's that many. There's a lot of Batmans, Rob. It's probably like 10. And George Clooney might tap the, the top half. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think that maybe, maybe, I don't know if they look, they both uh, like, uh, I don't know if they both look like they're related, but they definitely give the similar energy of like man in suit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, then we also got a question from David Schwartz, who says, is breaking the law really better than losing Harvey's approval? Mm, also, David lo- says, uh, we need to add season five to this form. If anybody if anybody who makes the form is listening. And we're not talking about one of our associates, Sam. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that for Lewis, yeah, it's one of those things where... He can get away with breaking the law. I don't think he's going to get away with uh, the Harvey thing. You know, like, they've broken the law before. They get over it. This, uh, he has been down bad in Harvey's yeah. eyes for a very long time. But with the SEC, like, circling around, like, is that possible that, you know, we it's not tie great. Yeah, some of these uh, <laughs> plot lines together? It's not great that Lewis is doing this. This is an awful move for Lewis, but I understand it from Lewis's point of view. He's just been so down bad. Just think of, was it two episodes ago, uh, Harvey's in his office slamming his laptop shut, going, shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I mean, and Lewis has been mostly incompetent as well. I, I start to question mental, his mental state after a while. The guy is like making... Tyrion Lannister like look like a, str- a strategic mastermind by the end of Game of Thrones. You know, it's just like one miss after the next, and Lewis is just trying to fight for his life here uh, in suits. And so I don't blame him for making the move, but it's an awful move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Chappelle, what other feedback do you have about this episode? Anything? Man, shout out to David Schwartz though. I got to meet him when we were in Toronto, yeah. New York, and he, he told me that. Uh, he might have suggested uh, season three, episode seven for Renap a long time ago. Yes, and it got and declined. It got oh declined. Y'all I'm asked him out of the building. I'm asking. Laughed him, laughed him out of that the building. That was before Suits was such a phenomenon. It, Suits has been a phenomenon. You just late to the party, Rob. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I'm never one to say I don't get it wrong, <laughs> but I do like to say that I eventually get it right. Yeah, you hey, listen, we're having a good time here at suitspodcast.com. So if you are a new listener, welcome. And if you are Rob and just new to the party, welcome to you too. Um, go to suitspodcast.com and leave us some feedback. We got one from OMG Asia OMG. And it says, first time watcher and listener, great companion podcast. So thank you for joining us, uh, OMG Asia OMG. Yep. We've got our Facebook group going as well. You can go to suitspodcast.com slash Facebook to join us there every step of the way. we got lots of great threads and discussion about all things suits happening there. All right, Chappelle, where can people keep up with you? People can follow me on Twitch now. Twitch.tv slash Chappelle's underscore show where I will be. Uh, do you do any suits in. talk? I can, you know, mm-hmm. if they want me to. I talk about anything. I don't I don't play games. I just tell my business to the world. I got to tell the really cool story about me going to New York. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I'm sorry, Toronto, York. Uh, and it was a great time. Uh, and so if you want to hear more stories, more mess, more behind the scenes, RHAP gossip, I might 
have a place for you yeah, on Twitch. I'm gonna have to listen. You, you should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you really should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah Twitch.tv or uh, whatever. Slash Chappelle's underscore show. All right. And then I'm at Rob Sister Nino. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.